First I was a Catholic girl, loved the mass. I watched the swirl of smoke from candles burning, while Mary looked up yearning. I got confirmed and I confessed. I really felt that I was blessed. Plus I loved my uniform. So did the boy who lived next door. But something changed when I became of age. And all those things I thought were true. Someday I'd break the big time. We're getting some feedback. Give me a second. Okay, that's a little better. Uh, this is WOZO LPFM 103.9, live in Knoxville, Tennessee. Uh, I'm Daughter 5. Shabuti, a.k.a. Shawnee Castile. Uh, welcome, Shabuti. This is an atheism show, and we'll be talking about atheism, free thought, humanism, rational thought, and science. And we'll also be talking about religion, religious faith. Uh, gods, holy books, and superstition. I'm trying to get the levels right here. I seem a little distracted. And despite what Steve Martin would have you think, there are a lot of atheist songs, and you'll hear some of them right here in this show. And generally on this station, because they're in rotation. We'll also be talking about the atheist and rationalist groups that reside here in Knoxville, Tennessee, and how you can connect with them. Did you know that we also had an atheist have an atheist TV show broadcasting here in Knoxville. We do. Free Thought Forum every Tuesday at 5 p.m. And that's been going on for six years now. And we'll talk how you can listen to that, too. Today, <clears throat> we'll be talking about various subjects. This is, after all, an anniversary of 9-11. We, the Free Thought um, group, the Rationalists of East Tennessee, had a had a re- advance, which is we don't retreat, <laughs> Absolutely and not. And we'll be talking about that, the guests we had, and the topics we discussed. Um, first, I guess we have a few items in the news that we can talk about. Did you know that Harry, uh, Harry Potter has come out as an atheist? Harry Potter or the author? The No, the uh, the actor who played Harry Potter. Ah, yes. He actually came out several years ago. It's just Did making he? news lately really? because someone, a political oh, or right. politician, mm-hmm. condemned him for it. Mm-hmm. So what is what is he thinking about? Well, he's thinking about the fact that he doesn't believe in God anymore, that there's no real reason to. He's actually come out as a militant atheist as well because he sees um, the issues that religion creates in, in social circles and with society. Uh, I, I think the first time I saw it was about two years ago. But, yeah, it, it's making the local news now. Uh-huh. Um, or mainstream media now. Right. Uh, further in the news, uh, the United Church of Canada Canada is trying to make up their minds whether they're going to keep a clergy member on, a woman who uh, is an atheist. I had not heard about yeah. that. Turns out that she'd, she'd said that she was an atheist. She came out of the closet 15 years ago, and they're just now trying to make it a, an issue. Uh, it says, it's a report re- released on Wednesday by the conference interview committee of the United Church of Toronto's conference, the church has deemed that it is not suitable for Reverend Greta Vosper of West Hill United Church of Toronto, Ontario, to carry out the duties of a minister. Now, when they talked to her about it, she said, uh, let me just continue, conference interview committee is a consisted of 24 officials of the denomination and decided that Vosper was unwilling and unable to reaffirm her 1993 ordination vows. And it is no longer essential agreement. Uh, it is no longer in essential agreement with the statement of doctrine of the United Church of Canada. When the committee asked Reverend Vosper if she dis- believed in God, the Father, Jesus Christ, and the Holy Spirit, she says, I believe in love as is sacred, and uh, I have ceased referring to God in my sermons because it hinders participation. What I find amusing in that is she declared atheism or came out as an atheist 
A, 15 years ago, and B, she is probably more qualified than anyone else to teach the Bible. Mm-hmm. She's likely read it. She probably understands it more. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of to move on from that is uh, I kind of noticed the Methodist church in the U.S., they have female preachers. Good for them, except for it specifically says in the Bible that a woman cannot hold authority or teach a man. Yeah. And that's not even the Old Testament for no, all the new. people mm-hmm. for all the people who say, Oh, it's the Old Testament, it's the Old Testament. No, that's that's first Timothy. Mm-hmm. Um, they specifically say that a woman is not to teach or hold authority over a man. Which is only a small part of the, the massive misogyny that's in the, the old and new testament. Oh, absolutely. And in Islam and Mormonism and pretty much any of the the deistic or not deistic the uh, mon- monotheistic Abrahamic religions. Mm-hmm. Um, what, there was a follow-up article that I read about this today that the church, the the, um, the pew sitters, the congregation, yeah, is the flocking, pew sitters, because that's is, pretty much what they do, uh, <laughs> is flocking to her defense. So mm-hmm. they like her and they want to keep her. It's just the uh, the committee, of, the church committee itself, who want to get rid of her. Right, and after 15 years, you have to question what their motivation is. Right. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she's doing something that the congregation enjoys. She's been able to maintain her position for this long. What's right. what's motivating them? Mm-hmm. Now, longtime uh, atheist Jen uh, Pendulet uh, has come out recently and talked in an interview saying that he does a little prayer before going to bed, which is you know made the eyebrows go up as it were. Right. Uh, but he called it uh, Penn's guilt roundup. Uh, and it's where he reflects on all the things throughout the day that he regrets or wonders if she, he should have done different and how they affected people. Uh, he moves on to thinking about what he wants in life and how he can get there. Before he made a 100 pounds disappear from his middle, uh, hey presto, he used to think frustrated and longingly about having the discipline to lose weight and to telling the slices of pizza to talk to the hand <laughs> because the mouth ain't having it. Anyway, uh, he said that out of respect for people who use prayer to reach a higher power, uh, th- theoretically, Gillette is very hesitant to use the word prayer to describe it, and he really calls it uh, a placebo. And he says that prayer can have a placebo effect and that atheists might gain uh, something out of doing it themselves. It's more, I think of it as more self-reflection. Or a self-affirmation, uh, yeah, too. Or um, meditation on, on topics that you deem important to you. Right. When I was going through my, my struggle with coming out and, and just recognizing I'm an atheist, I would do that and I would say prayer is simply an affirmation. It's simply speaking to the universe, speaking out. It has its place in in human psychology, I would say. Um, if you're an atheist and you're doing what, like, Pendulette's doing, it makes a little more sense because you recognize that you're not talking to a deity, you're talking mm-hmm. to yourself. Right. That's, right. I mean, that's it. And that's all prayer is, is you're talking to yourself. Mm-hmm. There was a, uh, let me give out the phone number. In case you want to be uh, become involved in this little conversation we're having here, uh, we welcome your calls. The number is 865-333-5937. That's 333-5937. And uh, the lines are open. Uh, there was a, a movie that had Peter O'Toole live, uh, leading uh, the leading figure in it, where he he played a man who was convinced that he was Jesus, and he, it was a comedy, and uh, mostly mostly through it, it was a comedy, but uh, he was doing an interview with one, this one guy one time who was it's like rich aristocracy, so the 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 media had to pay attention to him, you know. Anyway, otherwise they would just think he's crazy and let him go. But he said, how did you realize that you were God? He says, well, one day I was praying and I realized I was talking to myself. Bingo, that's absolutely <laughs> it. Uh, you're, you're pretty yeah. much talking to yourself. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, it, it can do good things as long as you recognize you're talking to yourself. I mean, we all mm-hmm. have to work things out um, psychologically and within ourselves, and it's a good way to notice the things that we need help in or that we've done well or that we've done wrong. Mm-hmm. And to become aware of those things is a fantastic thing. It's right. wonderful. Right. Self-reflection is it can be very positive. 
um, anybody is welcome to join this conversation and uh, you can use the phone line or you can wander into the, the DJ booth and, and say your piece uh, or continue saying your piece as it is a conversation okay one other thing that was in the news was that there was a Missouri school district uh, bans Jesus Christ and prayer after pressure from an atheist group do you wonder which atheist group that was oh I don't even know yeah. FFRF FFRF good right on the nose uh, FFRF sent a letter to the school board complaining about the practice of hymn singing during the annual high school awards program. Um, victims of the victims, this is, uh, I would call them victims. Yeah, uh, victims of the Franklin Regional High School stabbing rampage at the Mother of Sorrows Roman Catholic Church in Murraysville, uh, apparently where it took took place. Um, the publication notes that the students at, the, at Tipton High School, I don't know what it had to do with the stabbing, but have always ended their award sing, uh, program by with a candlelight ceremony which involved the students performing a circle and singing the church hymn, Blessed Be the Tide That Binds. And according to FFRS letter to the school board, this practice is unconstitutional, as it is, unless they allow every religion to have their representative uh, hymn be take place in the school as well. Uh, especially because the hymn says that participants are part of a Christian community. I mean, that's the underlying statement of, that the hymn uh, pushes, even though that's not true. Right, and being a public school, um, what they're doing is advocating the establishment of a religion. Mm-hmm. One specific religious group. It's mm-hmm. their they're dismissing atheists, pagans, Muslims, Jews. It's simply the Christian religion, right. which is not okay. Mm-hmm. Had it been a private school, it's just fine. You you push your religious ideologies however you want. Just don't use taxpayer money. Right. Um, I did also read, too, that Ohio, and I didn't read a lot about it, just came across it, uh, Ohio has banned creationism being taught in schools finally. Welcome to 2016. Right. Um. It brings me to another topic, but I'll push that at the back because I wanted to talk about Ohio. Um, when when a, a civic leader comes out and says that we cannot do this, we can't teach creationism, he's following the letter of the law. He's following the letter of the Constitution as well. He's not pushing some atheist agenda. He is a basically representing that science should be in science class and, and religion should be in your church, synagogue, or a mosque. Uh, School is not a place to push your religion. Right, and no one, especially in the FFRF, is advocating suppression of someone's uh, religious freedoms or religious ideologies. Mm-hmm. Those They have a place in your church, in your home, privately. You can even do it publicly. Just don't use taxpayer funds. No, it's not only that. It's using the, the weight of government behind it as well. Uh, using taxpayer funds is one thing. And that's why we shouldn't have, um, oh, what is it, the George W. Bush faith-based initiatives. Right. That's, that is a direct uh, con- Pretty much anything with George W. Bush attached yeah, to it constitutional is violation. <laughs> Right. We should not take taxpayer money and give it to churches, and that's exactly what is happening. Uh, they're giving it to Christian uh, medical facilities. Mental institutions, um, directly to charity, uh, church charities and organizations like Pat Robertson's charity. Um, anyway, so what I thought was funny was that he, they, he said that they could no longer cheat, uh, teach creationism in their school district. Um, a lot of people know that creationism uh, was the subject of the Dover trial. I happened to do a ride down to Dover, Tennessee this week. Um, last oh, week. you mean the Scopes Trials? Yeah, the Scopes Trials. Scopes Monkey Trials. Uh, did I say... Dover. Oh, I said Dover because I was thinking Dover, but it was actually Dayton. Right. But I wanted to bring up Dover later. Um, if you go down to Dayton, Tennessee, which is about 60 miles south of here, maybe more, uh, they have a museum in the courthouse that's still standing uh, and still being used in Dayton, Tennessee, uh, which has exhibits and photographs and articles from the monkey trial that took place there in 1925, I believe it was. And uh, I, I, I suggested today in the board of directors meeting that maybe we should have our next advance there. 
I actually have questions about the board of directors meeting because I've not talked to yeah. you or uh, my my matriarch. Yeah. Um, but the Scopes trials, I actually did my, my college history thesis on it. Mm-hmm. My mother borrowed the book. I have not gotten it back yet. Really? But, yeah, it, it's it was funny because the history professor asked me, he was like, why did it take you so long to get to your point? I said, you only gave me three pages to do it. And it it was like you you sat in the class and actually wrote it out from, I think we were allowed to have five note cards. I'm like, I can't fit the Scopes trial into five note cards in three pages. So final final two paragraphs was just a summation of it. They made a movie out of it, uh, Mm -hmm. Inherit the Wind. Uh, They made two versions of it. I think Jack Jack Nicholson was in the... The second version, or am I thinking of someone else? I I can't recall exactly anyway, who was in it, but Inherit know. the Wind. If you get a chance to see it, do it, it. One of them was done back in the '40s, and the second one was done during the '60s, I think. But you know where I was going with the Dover thing, Dover, Pennsylvania. I do not. Yeah, Dope, there was a new um, monkey trial. Oh. Instead of uh, addressing creationism, which is what they did back then in the 20s, uh, in 1995, or maybe it was the 80s, 95, I think. Anyway, you'll have to look it up. Dover, Pennsylvania, Intelligent Design. They had uh, another trial because they were teaching evolution in school and went, I didn't go to the Supreme Court. It would be a moot point now. I didn't really need to. But it did go to a federal district court. And the federal district judge... Uh, said that intelligent design was religion and therefore could not be taught in school. But if you get a chance and you, you'd like to know more about it, go to um, the Google and look up go, uh, Dover, Pennsylvania intelligent design trial. Uh, I think it's actually called intelligent design on trial. And, uh, it, it covers it really well. Has the, uh, actually a lot of the participants uh, of the trial in the in the documentary, and it's really well done. But since we can't go to Dover, Pennsylvania for our next advance, I was thinking maybe uh, Dayton would be good. Okay, what would you like to uh, get into now? Uh, the advance? I don't know. I kind of want to know how the board meeting went today. The what? Oh, the Do board you have well. good news for me? Uh, no, because it turns out you're not actually a paid member yet. I am a paid member. I but, have been well, a paid member. They said it's not recorded or something, so... Oh, well, we will discuss that yeah, at will, another time. We will have to uh, remedy that. We want to get you on the board. Uh, this is the board of the Rationalists of East Tennessee we're talking about. I'm, uh, I'm the president of Rationalists of East Tennessee, and uh, we had a board meeting today and discussed a lot of things, like the free thought advance that we just had. Yay, it was so much fun. And uh, it was... At, uh, Townsend, Tennessee, which is nestled in the foothills of the Smokies. Beautiful venue. Uh, we were there for two days. Um, had all our meals there. And we saw one free thought speaker after another. It was very edifying, entertaining, and educational. Um, Matt Dillahunty made the trip over here from um, Austin, Texas. Wait, what's his name? Matt Dillahunty. Who is he? He's with the Atheist Experience out of Austin, Texas. He's been doing a TV show, and on on the air, uh, public access TV show for atheism. For the, well, he's been doing it for twelve years, but the show's been on the air for like sixteen. But uh, he went through uh, many, many, many debates with Christian apologists um, for the last several years. He he says, "Well, I've done hundreds of them. If you count all the phone calls I got on the TV show." Uh, so, but when he came up, uh, he he sent her to speak on how to debate. So that was very entertaining to the audience that he had, um, because we end up debating all the time. Whenever the subject comes up with non well between believers and non-believers, there's always an ensuing debate. And he is one of the top debaters in the country, if not the top debater. He is uh, yeah. very very active, very very rational. Uh, very calm, um, yeah. unlike me. <laughs> That's why I don't debate because mm-hmm. I tend to be a jerk. Yeah. Even if you, if they had found the information that you showed me just now, and your dues are up to date, um, we couldn't have voted yet anyway. We didn't have a quorum. Um, oh, it wasn't about me going in. It was about the other things coming up, like Shelley Siegel. 
Oh, we didn't. We didn't. We didn't have a quorum. We couldn't vote on anything. Oh, you didn't. Okay, no, never mind that. Anything. Um, oh, but if you want to put me on the board, I'm good with that too. <laughs> I, I, I well, jokingly said that, that was my mind. next goal. <laughs> I jokingly said that because yeah. I am co-organizer of Ask With yeah. You and yeah. director uh-huh. of FORF East Tennessee. Yeah. Um, yeah. So no. yeah, I, I will totally. You got creds. You got creds. I will totally take RET as well. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's, uh, do you have anything to say about the advance? Uh, the advance. I have so much to say about the advance. It was. I was very, very proud of um, RET for the people they chose. Uh, two people I suggested. I was lucky enough to get both of those people. Um, but we had someone representing the American Humanist Association on the social justice board, the actual social social justice director. Good. We had, um, that was Sincere Carabo. Mm-hmm. And... He did a very, very good job of explaining the things that we need to do. And I like to call it the umbrella effect. Like the AHA, the American Humanist Association, or, yeah. American, I had a, I had a Mm -hmm. moment. Um, of course it's, it's humanism, but then you have these drop downs of, and that's the social justice. They're concentrating on right now how men can prevent rape, how we can change racial injustice how we can change and promote feminism and I thought that was a, a very good topic we also had somebody from Nashville come in and I'm not sure if he'd be okay with me saying his name um, on air so I'm not going to uh, but talking about atheism and morality and we are very moral people uh, my boss told me uh, the other day what? how could that be research shows that we're more more moral than the rest of them yeah. so but my boss the other day because he is from south carolina and uh herb silverman yay love mm-hmm. him oh, i got to talk. yeah and he he gave a talk too that was fantastic and i have a bumper sticker for the atheist mobile from him <laughs> um but I asked my boss, I was like, do you recall in the 90s, Herb Silverman? He's like, no, I don't know that name. And I explained the story of South Carolina is one of those states that doesn't allow atheists to hold uh, public office. And he said, uh, the biggest problem with atheism, this is my Christian boss, CEO of the company I work for. He said, the biggest problem with that, he said, is they don't think that atheists are moral people, which we all know is crap. Right. And it was kind of nice to hear that from him because yeah. I'm very open at work and I'm mm-hmm. very loud and, and they see that. Um, but yeah, that's the the first speaker actually at Smoky Mountain brought up that and, and how to handle that and how we can in our daily lives portray that we are moral people with principles. Mm-hmm. What's funny is that uh, you talk to somebody and, and say that, you know, Atheist moral, you, you should know that. You know atheists, and they'll come back and say, no, I don't know any. But the truth is they do. We just are not out of the closet. All of us aren't out of the closet. Right. And some of us have very good reasons for being in the closet. They would lose their family, their friends, and if they're uh, in clergy, they would lose their job. And sometimes they might lose their job anyway. Right. Just speaking about Canada, mm-hmm. she may lose her job because right. she's an atheist now. Mm-hmm. I don't understand yeah. an atheist being a, a, preacher a preacher or a, a clergyman, but that's not yeah. my call. Yeah. Well, Sunday Assembly, uh, you might consider them clergy. Sunday Assembly is atheist church. Right. No, but you mean, might consider them clergy, but they're atheist clergy. Right. But, uh, yeah, and she said she stopped using the word God in, in her sermons because it was counterproductive. Right. And, yeah. you know, we've got uh, the Unitarian Universalist. Mm-hmm. We have at least two in Knox County. We've got the one... Um, Close to UT, and then the one down close to Farragut that I that I'm aware of. There might be another one. I know there's yeah. one in Oak Ridge as well, yeah. and they don't invoke a specific religion. Yeah. Well, we're going to do a station identification and play a song or two. Um, it was one of the reasons so we can turn the air conditioner back on. We can't have it on while we're talking. Larry's getting hot. Yeah, I'm getting hot. And uh, so we'll be back in about oh, I don't know six minutes or so. And uh, here we go. If you live in or around the Knoxville area and are questioning your religious beliefs or simply believe in one less God than everyone else, well, you're not alone. The Atheist Society of Knoxville is a fun and friendly group of people just like you that meets twice a week at a bar or restaurant. We meet every Tuesday night following the show at Barley's Tap Room and Pizzeria for happy hour. 
You'll find our group either inside or on the patio. Look for Richard Dawkins' silver-jacketed book, The God Delusion, standing upright on the table. But if you plan to preach, prophetize, provoke, or punch, please don't. We all question what we believe at one point in our lives. If this is the time for you, come join us for food, drink, conversation, and fun. One of the great revelations of space exploration is the image of the Earth finding its bloom, bearing the entire human species through the oceans of space and time. Matter flows from place to place and momentarily comes together to be you. Some people find that thought disturbing. I find the reality thrilling. Makers knew we're children equally of the earth and the sky. In our tenure on this planet, we've accumulated dangerous evolutionary baggage. We've also acquired compassion for others, love for our children, and a great soaring, passionate intelligence, the clear tools for our continued survival. We must ask ourselves. We were so proud of our accomplishments. What is our place in the cosmic perspective of life? The cosmic perspective. We could be in the middle of an intergalactic conversation, and we wouldn't even know. Are there things about the universe that will be forever beyond our grasp? Are there things about the universe that are? One of the great revelations of space exploration is the image of the Earth finally to bloom, bearing the entire human species through the oceans of space and time. Matter flows from place to place and momentarily comes together to be you. Some people find that thought disturbing. I find the reality thrilling. At last, to wonder about our origins, star stuff, contemplating the stars, tracing that long path. Our obligation to survive and flourish is owed not just to ourselves, but also to that cosmos, ancient and vast, from which we spring. One of the great revelations of space exploration is the image of the Earth finally to bloom, bearing the entire human species through the oceans of space and time. Matter flows from place to place and momentarily comes together to be you. Some people find that thought disturbing. I find the reality thrilling. Think of how many stars, planets, and times of life there may be. In this vast and awesome universe, with every century, our eyes on the universe have been opened anew. We are witness to the very brink of time and space. And we're back. This is Free Thought Radio Hour. Got a lot of feedback uh, there, Larry. This is a Doubter Five, and we have Shibuti. A.K.A. Shawnee Castile. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, that's right. We had to turn off the air conditioning. There's the feedback. I, I'm loathe to do that. And we have a, a new voice on the air. Uh, would you like to introduce yourself? Howdy, everybody. Uh, this is uh, Xenon. Um, I'm uh, another DJ here at the uh, station. And, uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was here doing... Uh, ooh, wow. Try, try it again. Uh, this is Xenon, you say? Yeah. Uh, oh, it's kind of fuzzy. Is it yeah. too loud? Well, I'm not sure why I'm getting so much feedback. I'm going to turn this other thing off and see if we can get a little more gain on it. Try it uh, All right. Is, is it the microphone? I think it's the mic. It's yeah. Try the next one. Okay. Changing mics. <laughs> I don't have headphones over here, so. Okay. Fine. Everyone's relying on me right now. It's <laughs> terrifying. All right. How, how's that sound? Much better. Yeah. All right. So uh, I'm uh, Xenon. I host uh, another radio show here, Chiba City Blues, um, kind of cyberpunk thing. And I happen to be here doing some uh, kind of IT stuff and just kind of st- stuck around. and Got sucked yeah. in, didn't you? Yeah, I guess I kind of did. <laughs> totally got sucked yeah. into the atheist, yeah, we, the atheist hour. We had a conversation. You really got to put two cents in on some, <laughs> some, from some direction. So uh, what? Uh, let's talk about a religious background. I'll, I'll start. I was raised Southern Baptist. And uh, I was 23, 22, 23 when I converted, deconverted to atheism when I was in college. Shawnee, what about you? I was a Shabuti Shawnee, call me whatever. A lot of people call me the big B word, which I am. (laughs) Um, I was raised, my father was uh, Old Testament Christian. My mother was probably a New Testament Baptist. Um, Grew up kind of in a Pentecostal church. And it just never made sense to me. I didn't actually come out, though, until about six years ago. I went through the whole pagan phase and the deist phase, and finally I was just like, I'm an atheist. Why mask it? Why hide it? A lot of people don't want to use the word because they feel it has such baggage, but... You cannot change the definitions of words to suit your agenda, though. It's a perfectly good word, and it it, uh, is enlightening. And uh, Matt... Uh, well, so I I didn't grow up in any particular denomination. Like my mom was uh, she grew up Catholic. Um, I grew up in Methodist churches and other denominations. Um, nothing, no solid denomination, I guess. No, no constant. Um, but Christian. Yeah, okay. yeah. Um, as far as like when I kind of went away from that, it wasn't really like a set point. It was more gradual. Um, it was more that I, I started to just start asking questions. Oh, um, well, that will get you in trouble. Yeah, yeah. Every time. It's and and it's not just asking questions. It's asking questions to ask better questions, not not to find a specific answer, um, which led me uh, not specifically to, say, atheism, but to, like, methodological skepticism, um, to just the, the, kind of, you know, the base of where the scientific method come, came from. Uh-huh. Um, so, so you're using the rationalism in science. Right? Ooh, that gets you in trouble. Yeah, when when people usually ask me like, "What's your religious affiliation?" Um, I mean, I guess technically I could use the label of atheist. Um, I personally I prefer skeptic because it it, it does imply the the method rather than. Right. The uh, madness. <laughs> yeah, there, there is that. There's, there is the, the, the connotation, an emotion, emotional appeal, or something. Mm-hmm. And I, I see with a, I, I it, this is more anecdotal than anything. Um, so I can't say like a percentage of atheists one way or another. Um, they jump to atheism without going through the method. Right. Um, right. But, 
They, they there, just there jump. are reasons, good reasons for belief and non-belief, mm-hmm. and there are bad reasons for good for belief and non-belief. Right, and you're specifically referring to those who have gone through a deconversion versus those who were raised secular. Not necessarily. It's more the like the the method of like skepticism is like there's here's this body of evidence. Um, and, and this is the same thing for atheism, um, but I think a lot of people jump to atheism as a way to get away from the church. Yeah. Um, I, li- I like to phrase that as they came to atheism out of hate. Yeah. Discontent with, right. the, with the church and the teachings right. of the church. Let me take just a second and say that this is WOZOLPFM 103.9, live in Knoxville, Tennessee. Now, we talked about several things before the break. Uh, you were sitting quietly in the corner as you were doing your tech stuff. Uh, do you have anything that you'd like to weigh in on anything we talked about in the first part of the program? Uh. Mm. We talked about free thoughts advance. You weren't there, so it's kind of hard to say mm. that. And we have more to say about and that. And we talked about uh, schools and, and creationism and um, prayer. And yeah, the, um, maybe we should just go on to new new ground. I, I mean, yeah, like like you you had mentioned, like if if it's a private school. Do what you want. I mean, brainwash them kids all day long. You're you're (laughs) beholden to who your uh, you know who pays your bills or uh, pays for the school. Well, taxpayers and the power of government either to establish a type of religion. Exactly, Mm -hmm. and the government should be representative of all people and not just one subset. And when they uh, when they promote a uh, prayer in school at least in this country it's going to be a certain type of prayer um, for a certain religion um, and they are very specifically promoting that subset of people uh-huh. rather than and, being, and pretty specifically a lot of times excluding other mm, sets of people exactly. and then people start screaming and crying when when those of us who are pushing against it you know, members of the FFRF, Americans United, the ACLU. Um, but these are the exact same people that if the they said an Islamic prayer or the Satanists come in, they're going to be the ones screaming and throwing a fit. And that's essentially what the, the whole function of FFRF and AU and ACLU when it comes to religion in schools is doing. It's keeping all religions out you don't want to advocate one religion over another you don't want to upset the children especially well, you no, don't want to open them up to bullying yeah. or anything else just you keep don't it completely want to advocate, out advocate religion over non-religion as well bingo yeah. or even non-religion over religion it's just it has no place in schools speaking of schools you wanted to talk about a banner at a school i believe um we have actually several Sorry, I had a cable. Uh, we have several things going on in Knox County with violations of the Establishment Clause of the First Amendment, uh, which is fantastically awful. I think we've got currently five things on the books really? right now. You're, you're talking about the Freedom from Religion Foundation chapter here in Knoxville. And Correct. That pretty much works with all East Tennessee area. Absolutely. Uh, all East Tennessee. Mm-hmm. We're the only chapter in Tennessee. Uh, we've we've talked to, especially this past weekend at Smoky Mountain Free Thought Advance, with the Nashville folks about getting a Middle Tennessee group together um, and told them how to go about it. And, yes, it, it's a competition at this point. Hey, you guys get a group, too. We've already got ours. Um <laughs> It's friendly competition. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's... You're, you're talking about banners. You're talking about, like, religious banners on the on the fences of the schools. Is that the violation that you're talking about? Right. Uh, we've already had... We've actually went to um, Belmore School because they had VBS, Vacation Bible School, banners hanging on their, their fence and asked that we be allowed to hang ours, R.E.T. and, and Atheist Society of Knoxville. Mm-hmm. 
And instead of allowing us to hang ours, they just decided to jerk all of them down, which is fine. Right. We have another school that and it's... And we're not even Satanists. No. <laughs> Although I, I am all about pulling in the Satanists, if that's what it takes. Yeah. Um, but we have another school that it's their fundraiser for their PTA. So we'd really prefer that they don't make the decision to jerk all the signs down. Uh, so we're going we for... The we're going for a, a, a more, I guess, calm advertisement at this point. Yeah. Is it going to be like the sign that we put up for the billboard, that type of thing? Actually, it's uh, the one that was the billboard is the one we presented to Bell Morris. We're going to do a join Knoxville Secular Community with all four of the groups, mm-hmm. uh, websites on them, Rationalists of East Tennessee, Atheist Society of Knoxville, uh, Sunday Assembly Knoxville, and the Freedom from Religion Foundation East Tennessee Chapter. Uh, just, just keep it simple, right. keep it plain, keep it basic. Don't make it to where somebody could actually call it offensive. Right. Don't believe in God. You're not alone. I don't think it's offensive, the, but this is East Tennessee. For those who aren't familiar with the the billboard that we put up in the Knoxville and Lenore City areas, it all it says was, "If you don't believe in God, you're not alone." Right. Now, I mean that that's it. It didn't say that there was the Bible was silly. You know, Jesus is is not real or anything like that. It was just a call for participation from those who already don't believe. Really, not even know. necessarily a call for participation, but <clears throat> just, just to, to let, let people know, know that they're that not the, alone. That the group's there, that they can come join. Right, and if we have a group for mm-hmm. everyone. Ask is the social group. We meet at Barley's every Tuesday from mm-hmm. five to whenever. And it's or five thirty to whenever, mm-hmm. and we just pretty much sit around, eat, drink, Jaw. socialize. I call it the social group. Yeah. Then I call RET the intellectual group. I call Sunday Assembly the church group, and yeah. FFRF is the the watchdog group. Right. Um, let's talk about RET for a second. Uh, they usually they don't sit at a bar and have pizza and beer and talk. You know about anything they want to that's asks job right that's <laughs> but, the social group that's a social group but if you want to get together with the rationalists of east tennessee they meet the first and third sunday down in pellissippi campus uh off of pellissippi parkway at hard valley road hard valley road hard valley yeah. uh you go there about church time ten thirty, and they have a meeting until about twelve thirty. but they their meetings are usually presentations after which there's a, a give and take of questions and answers. Uh, we have, a lot of times we have DVD presentations of uh, scientific uh, merit, or we will have local college professors or um, even lawyers or authors. Or not in. even local people, big names sometimes, come in. Right, sometimes we have big names. That's why I call uh, it the intellectual group. Right. Uh, every year we have a, 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 a special event in the summer, and we uh, invite large uh, name people, big name people like um, Isn't Jerry DeWitt this Jerry year. DeWitt. Um, there's several offers that have come in. We've invited uh, Dan Barker before. Um, we haven't invited. Well, we haven't had uh, his wife, Annie Laurie Gaylor. Annie Laurie Gaylor. Thank you. I love her. I can never remember her name though. It's well, a, you just remember her mother was Ann Gaylor, and she's Annie Laurie Gaylor. Name I have to remember. <laughs> You didn't get to interview her. I did. No. I did. I got to interview her. Okay, not on the same show I did. No, not on the same show. Uh, we did have Dan Barker set up for, oh, by the way, we're talking about the TV show, not this show. Uh, the TV shows every Tuesday as well. It's just before the meetup. It's between 5 and 6 o'clock on Community Access Channel 12. CTV. Uh, Comcast, CTV. If you want to see it online, you can watch it. Uh, streaming online at 5 o'clock at ctvnox.org. Uh, if you want to see it on Comcast, uh, you can watch that on Channel 12. It's Public a call-in show as well. You can call right. in and participate. Just like this one. Right, and nobody's <laughs> calling, 865-333-5937. Mm-hmm. So the lines are open. Um, what next? Oh, let's go back to Smoky Mountain Free Thought Advance. Advance. Free so Advance. first day we had... Atheism and morality, and we had the AHA with my very, very good friend, aka my brother, who's like uh, six foot tall and not the same skin tone as me. Uh-huh. It's because he stole all of it when we were kids. Um, we also had someone mm-hmm. discussing separation of church and state as an atheist and a teacher, which was fantastic. 
Herb yeah. Silverman, Ed Buckner was the flipping MC. Mm-hmm. That was great. He could have been a speaker as well. I mean, could have done. He could before. have, but he cheated at atheist uh, trivia slash Jeopardy, and well, it's we're, we're not going to fault him for knowing that he wrote his own book. Well, the one that really impressed me more than the others were the was the ex-Muslim who showed or talked about his trials and tribulations and, and dedication to the the scientific. Um, basis, I guess you'd say, for uh, atheism, and and the way he stood up for atheism and free thought in a culture that would just easily kill him does not. Absolutely, and a lot of people don't realize what atheists in the Middle East go through. Mm-hmm. And today, being the anniversary of nine eleven, people ask, why don't ex-Muslims stand up against Islam? Well, one of the problems is even in the U.S., it's their life. Right. I'm not gonna. It's, I'm not gonna fault those atheists who aren't out of the closet here. But that's one reason I'm out and militant is because people in other countries can legally be murdered for their disbelief in and God. And it's worse for ex for Muslims and ex-Muslims because they they face the the heresy charge, the uh, apostate right. apostasy charge, and that's death penalty as well. And in more liberal countries. I know this because I lost Atheist Jeopardy to Ed Buckner over this. Uh, in in the more liberal countries, you have three days to renounce your apostasy as an atheist and to go to, to say, oh, I was wrong, I'm sorry, I'm still a Muslim, or they kill you. I mean, that's it. They kill you. Yeah. And it's legal for anyone. It doesn't have to be carried out by the government or anything else. Your neighbor can walk over and kill you. It's completely legal. You're hitting the cable. Yeah, I know. I need yeah. to stop. Yeah. Um, um, getting back to you, uh, Matt, uh, what was your DJ name again? I'm sorry. Uh, my DJ name? Uh, Zidon. Zenon. Well, you just outed I, him to the world. Uh, I just called Z. <laughs> well, he said that earlier. Um, did you have anything you wanted to bring to uh, the that you might want to say about atheism on the air or give your opinion on uh, that you may not have done that before. Are you an out non-believer? You um, say you're not really an atheist. Not, not to everybody, um, but uh, I mean, to to my friends, yes. Um, it, I mean, it's a lot easier there, um, but that's part of the reason why I use the word. Uh, the, the label skeptic. Mm-hmm. Um, the the other thing is uh, with well with with religion that's like a part of your your life, but identity, um, all of it. <laughs> but it, the way I see it is. If I'm not in religion, then that shouldn't be a part of my life. That shouldn't be something that labels me, um, because you know when you when you look at somebody, you don't see their religion, you don't see their orientation, you don't. Or you shouldn't. Oh, you see is you see skin color. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a different topic, but. Yeah. Uh, my but point you being, you look at somebody and you can't tell what their religion is. Or what you're saying, so yeah, or a lack of the. So yeah, I I look at I, I say, or I just don't speak of it because I don't feel necessarily a need to. Um, whereas those that are religious obviously do. I my view is to look beyond just religion or non-religion, um, and. Where can you go from there? Okay. Um, trying to uh, basically build a path to truth and uh, uh, using your skepticism and, and reason and and um, the scientific method, I guess. Um, remember, the phone line is open. If you have any comments or questions so you to talk to uh, non-believers in general, uh, we're here for you. The number is 865-333-5937, and the lines are open. Unless we unplug the phone. It's a possibility. No, it looks like it's okay. I mean, we got it, it's LED. a joke on our last show. LCD. Oh, yeah. 
Last so, show was not good. Oh, we, <laughs> I mean, we it survived. Was great. <laughs> it was fantastic. It was so fantastic. It didn't get recorded. It didn't yeah, stream because yeah. I was so perfect. Uh, that is, <laughs> That's my big joke. Because I hit the power switch over here. With my no, but that wasn't it at all. <laughs> I, I just amazed everyone. Um, so back to Smoky Mountain Free Thought. We also had the ex-Muslim who mm-hmm. was, I, I think, half the people that were crying. I know I was, yeah. which I... Back when I was an activist, and then I took a break, and now I'm back. That was I was called by people in Middle Eastern countries, their little ambassador, their little atheist ambassador. Um, but we also had Herb Silverman. Oh yeah, I mean that's just I I was outspoken about it. Um, but now we had Herb Silverman as well, who is hilarious. Any way you look at it, that man is funny. I can't cuss, and but I want to cuss so bad book. he is effing funny. Yeah, what was his book called? Candidate a Without a Prayer. Right, right. And I have an original bumper sticker to go on the Atheist Mobile mm-hmm. as soon as it gets washed. Silverman for, what was it? Silverman? It was David Silver- Oh, Herb Silverman. Yeah, it says Herb Silverman for South Carolina governor with no, no date on no. it, so it's perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was trying. he was making a point of trying to get the... No atheist can run for office off the books. Right. And he ended up having to go, which, of course, he wasn't going to win. He's an atheist in South Carolina. But he ended up going for notary because notary public, you had to sign paperwork that said you believe in the God. Mm -hmm. I I swear or affirm to a God or to God or whatever it says. He marked it out, and I think they said that uh, 33,000 people got their notary that year. Except for him. Except for him. Yeah. It was either 33 and, or 3,000. And they asked, or the other. they asked the governor about it. He has to sign them all, I believe. And they asked the governor about it. I, said, I, I don't read each and every one of those. I don't have time to tell you what's wrong with them. But they had to. It took him yeah. seven years in the Supreme Court to get his notary public. Which, of course, the very next day at work, I went and checked. We don't have to do that here, so I'm not even yeah. wasting my time. Yeah. Uh, I bought a copy of his book and he notarized it for me. I got and a free copy of his book because I gave, he, I gave him a free copy of my book. <laughs> he, uh, well, I didn't know he wasn't taking credit cards and mm-hmm. and I asked, I was like, taking credit cards? He's like, nope, but I'm going to give you one for all that you do. And I was just like, <gasps> Herb well, Silverman yeah. gave me a book. Yeah. Um, so we had him. Then Shannon Nebo from Be Secular on Children and Demonic Possessions. That was pretty freaking awesome. Because it really, she pretty much just talked about the vulnerability of children and what you teach oh. children, they're gonna buy into it, right? Because they don't know better. Yeah, people don't don't understand that the atheist position on that is pretty much child abuse. You're, oh, absolutely. I mean, you're teaching them that even if they don't go to hell, then their non-believing friends or their Jewish friends or their uh, whatever friends are are going to burn forever. And this. This hits a child very hard. You're also, te- <clears throat> excuse me. You're also teaching them that they're better than somebody else because of their religious right. ideologies. Yeah. And uh, I like, I'm going to have a bumper sticker made. This is everybody is going to some other religion's hell. I think there's already a bumper sticker for that. Uh, I haven't seen it. I will find you one. Okay. I'm the bumper sticker queen. But the best part about Shannon's talk is her toddler has been running around the entire weekend, and she's prego as you can get. Mm-hmm. While she's given this speech or this, this oh, presentation, she oh, she's yeah. so prego. She said today she was actually her husband posted on Facebook that she's over being pregnant. She's yeah. due next month, so but we she, were actually pretty lucky to even have her as pregnant as she was. Yeah. She gave a really good speech, though. She had me going on the first part of it. I didn't like her the first part because she was taking the the other side. So you so bought it, didn't I you? Ah! It. And then she switched it on me, and I had to throw on the brakes. Do we have time for me to give a quick synopsis sure. of it? Okay, we, we got so five minutes, Shannon is she's telling us about when she was a kid, and her her daddy told her that you know demons were real, and and taught her to believe in demons, and if you're a good a good Christian, the house will protect you, and blah 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 blah. And then she's sitting in her bed, she's got these porcelain dolls, and she's watched a scary movie or whatever, and these dolls are possessed, and she knows it. She knows that they're possessed, and she's she looking. She a picture of one of them, and it's oh, yeah. scary. Hey, I think that was a movie clip, <laughs> but it's close enough. Uh, so she's, she just, these dolls are possessed, yeah, and she's laying in her bed. A, one of them had a little bell in its hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, she's laying in her bed, and something in the room starts shaking, and the bell starts ringing, and she just knows those dolls are possessed. And she goes back and forth to 
she's praying like a good Christian mm-hmm. girl and listening to Christian oh, radio. Oh, she I mean, goes months, on months and months. She said sometimes it'd be three days in a row. Sometimes it'd, it'd be every few months. So she finally tells her mother when she's eighteen she that her room, that the house was possessed and her dolls were possessed, and her mom busts out laughing. She's like, "I don't understand what's so funny about that story." She was like, "It was me and your dad having sex." <laughs> And it must have been on the same. But a nine, ten year old child, well, yeah. because they've been taught that there are demons. They, mm-hmm. she assumed that it was a demon, and that she was terrified. Well, that's what she's been told. I right. Mean, no assumption. She's been fed that line. But had she been taught from a secular standpoint, she don't know. Well, mm-hmm. mom and dad are just doing the deed. Yeah. Well, uh, there were a lot of good stories that came out of that weekend. It was very, very uh, entertaining and, and worth the trip and, and the money to, to see it. I'm going to actually start seeing, uh, going to more of these uh, free thought conventions because ideas come out of those. Oh, yeah. I mean, so many people will talk about things and they'll get an idea that, that better defines something and better explains it uh, uh, to the lay folk you know, and makes their position clearer. Um, it just it was just really awesome. Well, you went to a Reason Rally, though, right? I did. This was the first conference I've actually gone to, uh, and it was great. It was it was definitely worth the money. I think next mm. year might be Fourth of July instead of Labor Day weekend. Yeah. That's, Maybe we'll have a date. <laughs> I do know uh, two confirmed speakers for mm. next year, but I'm not going to say so yet because I haven't been given mm. permission to. But yeah. they're big, like really big, mm. like the biggest. So you uh, other than Matt Dillahunty, he's pretty damn big. Yeah, darn big. Getting back to deconversion, what was the thing that that started you questioning? You say it didn't make sense, but what what was it? Could you remember what it was? Who made God? Yeah, that was it. I mean, that was that the, was the thing. That was I was three years old, and I'm like, well, who made God? Uh-huh. God made everything. Who made God? And nobody could answer that, and mm-hmm. they would just pretty much tell me to be quiet and, yeah. and behave that's, myself. That's not a proper question for a young lady to, to ask. At three. Yeah. At no. three. Wow. I don't remember three. I, I don't do. have any memories from back then. Um, see? I guess uh, maybe the, the the fundamental turning point uh, is, like, <clears throat> if God is supposed to be this, like, ultimate good being then why is there not so much good on the world on, in the world yeah. and whence come evil yeah. and uh, you know if he's influencing the world then that those that's his responsibility and also you know okay maybe he made Satan and Satan's responsible for the evils in the world. That's a lot of evil. Yeah, and, but you know, if he made him, then he's ultimately responsible. Yeah, and he's but, not stopping him. But I mean, I'm I'm thinking more of the proportion there, mm-hmm. um, and also the whole thing where okay, there, there's a lot of Christians in the world. There's a lot more of everybody else. So if right. if non Christians automatically go to hell. Then Satan's army is pretty, pretty big. Pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, yeah, Satan wants you to be bad, and you are bad, and you end up in hell, and he punishes you. What does that doesn't make any sense? He would reward you, not punish you. I asked my grandmother one day, and this was I was probably in my early twenties, and she and I have constantly gone back and forth on it. Um, but I said, if the Jews are God's chosen people, but they don't believe in Jesus, then how are they going to hell or to heaven? Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, it just happens that way, and you don't ask questions. I said, well, what about me? I'm, I'm a decent person. Am I not going to go to heaven? She's like, no. I'm like, well, screw your God. <laughs> like, yeah. Seriously, forget yeah, it. Yeah. For using my intellect and deciding that he didn't exist, he's going to punish me forever. Well, we're down to the last minute. Do you have anything quick to say before we sign out? Oh, I've got like six hours to go. Not say not that much time. FFRF. East Tennessee, ask RET and Sunday Assembly. That's all I got to say. Okay. And uh, this Larry reminding you that everybody is going to somebody else's hell. And Z? You uh, ain't going to nobody's I, hell. I have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> I got no Okay. Idea. Well, we'll see you next week at uh, Free Thought Radio Hour and WOZO Radio, WOZOLP Radio, Knoxville, Tennessee.